Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. This week, Jeremiah and Bianca Stingle are having a conversation about becoming an effective leader, as well as how to develop others into strong, confident leaders. Within the notes for this episode, you will find a discussion guide so you can listen with your leaders to spark dynamic growth within your team. Are you ready to grow your leadership? Let's join this conversation with Jeremiah and Bianca. Hey, welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast, where we are developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm Bianca. And today we are going to be talking about the leadership life hack. Yeah. I love life hacks. Oh, they're great. I love them. I, everything about them. I am a mom who works. I'm in ministry and I just need all the things. I need everything to tell me what can be quicker, what's the easiest, but it's also good for my family. So recently, just recently, just yesterday, actually, I found this life hack that I need to just share with all the moms well, tell it to us. because it was just life changing. This is going to revolution and it's going to be so good for your family. Okay. So you normally get f- fresh broccoli when we shop. We get fresh broccoli. Go to Costco, get the f- bag of fresh broccoli. Yes. And then sometimes we throw away the broccoli because it goes bad. And it's like, oh, we didn't finish the broccoli. You ever done that broccoli smell test where you open up the bag and it's like, oh, I've definitely that done is that. not good broccoli. And that is a bad smell. Life hack number one, don't smell bad broccoli. <laughs> don't smell bad broccoli. <laughs> but what else happened? Okay, so you came home with a bag of frozen broccoli. Yes. And I don't like frozen vegetables. They're mushy. They're just not good. So I gave it a try last night, and it was amazing. Yes, game changer. Game changer. Because, number one, you don't have to dirty a pot. Ah, because you just microwave it. And then and steam it right there in the you back. steam it right there. The texture was perfect, number two. And number three, you don't have to worry about it going bad. So it was just like- it's in the freezer. It's always and there. And it's available at all times. At all times. Yes. It's it's so great. My mental my mental energy now can shift to other more important things than, is my broccoli going bad right now? Do I need to cook it tonight <laughs> for dinner? And I need to eat Don't it for breakfast. Don't you hate that where it forces you to cook it? Like you're it does like, force we you have to eat broccoli tonight to because it. it's going to go You're bad. eating this broccoli for breakfast. <laughs> so yeah. So I'm free from that. So thank you for- but that was the life hack. So today we're going to be talking about a leadership life hack. Okay. And I believe that this is going to be so important. And it's, it's really going to, if we can think about this correctly, I really think it's going to help us tremendously as leaders. That's good. And that is modeling leadership. Okay. When we get out in front of people and we model what a leader looks like, a great leader, then it really will do way more than any teaching, any book, or any resource. When people can see what leadership looks like out in front, man, they catch it so much quicker. That's and good. it's just like a little kid when you're when they're growing up, they start doing what mommy and daddy do. Yeah. And they, they learn because they're catching information by it being modeled to them. That's good. And in leadership, that's the greatest hack that we can have. We don't have to spin our tires here or here or here. I think that there are those times that we give our efforts there, but the greatest thing that we need to invest in is just modeling behavior. And Jesus modeled for us. That's he good. showed us what love looked like. He showed us what compassion looked like. He showed us what servants, servanthood looked like. He showed us yeah. by living it in front of his disciples and modeled it for us as well. That's good. And so we as leaders are called to model it. I want to read 1 Corinthians 11, 1. It says, Paul says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. And so Paul also, he was calling, he was saying, look, I'm going to show you what leadership looks like. And we as leaders too can pick up that call and 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 lead others as we're, we're being, as we're following Christ. So we can say that just like Paul did, 
follow me, follow my example. I'm going to lead the way by what I do. And really, I think that that's one of the most effective way to teach and to train others because people live according to a set of morals or ethics that they have kind of deep wired into them. And and leadership is one of those things that's that's more caught than it is even taught. Yes. It's it's more something that people mm. just they understand because they see it in action and they're like, well that's that's what I want to have be a part of my life. That's good. And here as a leader, it's so important to remember that integrity yes. beats charisma every day. That's so good. Every single day it's better to be a leader that's real, mm-hmm. that people can trust. That's good. More than some Someone who's just out front that's maybe just really loud and outspoken and you're saying well that's a that's a leader right there yeah. well if you don't have the character mm. that backs that up your actual gifts can hold you back because now you don't have the level of character that you need to reach that point to do that I, I love what you said too because sometimes people confuse someone that's out in front as leadership yeah that's just such a sliver of leadership. I think that there are moments for that, but it's what we do and how we live our lives in the everyday, off the stage. That's where the real leadership is shown. That's, that's where so it shines good. through. The way that we live our lives, it becomes the foundation for our leadership. Yeah. Everything that we build in our leading of others is really built on the foundation of who we are and the way that we live our everyday lives. And so when people take notice of who you are in those real moments, and Good. let me tell you, the people you lead, they mm. see that. They, they see, see it. through all of the things that we try to do to distract people. And what I love about it is it is it invite people in. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm not perfect. And I know that when I'm following a leader who I can see some of the imperfections, but I could see their character come through, even in the moments where they might make a mistake, I see how they apologize. I see the humility that's a part of their life. And it's something that just draws me in. And in order to lead others toward a vision, you have to lead by example. Yes. You you have to show people the way. You can't That's just good. tell people the way. That's so good. You have to show them this is what this looks like in our house, in our vision, under our mission. This is the way that we do this right here. Mm-hmm. This is the way that we treat people. That's good. Bo- both other team members and and our customers or, or who we're trying to reach. Yeah. It's important that they understand, well, this is how I treat the people I'm working alongside of, and this is how I treat the people who I'm serving, Mm. so that they know exactly how it is. And that's the best way. Just like you said, like Jesus did it. He modeled the way for us. And it's, it's, it's really impractical for us to expect other people to do things that we're not willing to do ourselves. Yes. Leadership is not, hey, let me get to a place where I don't have to do those things anymore. Right. Leadership is how can I serve harder today mm. than I did yesterday? Yeah. How can I do more for other people than I've ever done before? Really, really raising yourself in your leadership level is lowering yourself in your ability to serve and to make a difference in the lives of people. And you're never above any task. That's the thing. We went to ministry school and we spent so much time fixing chairs. Yeah. And I remember towards the end, like I, I just remember I'm always going to fix chairs. Mm. I'm, I'm always going to straighten them up. I'm always going to pick up a piece of trash on the ground. I don't care what position I have. We never arrive to a place that's like, oh, that's that's for those people to do. Like as leaders, we lay down more and more rights. The higher we go, the more rights we lay down so and true. the more time we're going to give to serve. And all of that makes such an impact on the organization as a whole. Yes. In fact, the way that the leader models behavior, it 
actually creates the value system that the team is going to operate by. That's good. Let me let me say that again. Do it. The way that a leader lives their life, it actually creates the value system that the entire organization is going to operate by. Mm. And so when people see that you're willing to serve, guess what? They they kind of get this idea in their heart. They're saying, man, well, I, I need to be a servant too because that's how the leader is leading. Mm-hmm. And and it begins to trickle down into every, organ, every area of the organization. I think one of the myths that sometimes people believe about leadership is that they believe that they can write a values on mm. the wall. Like, hey, we're going to create our values. We're going to have a meeting. We're going to get some real creative statements. Ooh, mm. that sounds really good. But they're not living it. Mm. And so it's, now it's just a thing that's on the wall, but it's not something that's actually a part of the fabric of that organization. Yeah. And so then it never happens. And you look at the wall, you're like, man, that sure was. Here, here's the thing. Values aren't what we hope for. Values are what we actually do. That's so good. It's, it's not a hope list. Mm-mm. It's actually like this is what we do. This you're not is aspiring what we value. to your values. And, exactly. you know, I think that it causes more damage. When we post things oh, that's so that we say we are, that we're actually not. Mm. If there's a gap between what we say our values are and what we're actually living, we need to evaluate that and say, you know what, they're not really my values. Yeah. And as leaders, that's a, a good uh, activity we should do frequently is just look in the mirror and be honest. There's no way we can grow if we're not looking at the mirror and taking 100% responsibility for our lives. So good. And so if we're seeing a gap between, oh, I value this, oh, I value health and fitness, but I never go work out. Like we got to be like, okay, maybe I don't value it as much as I say I do. And in churches, that's what's really important as well, that our value system is matching our actions. And as a leader, we should be living that in front of them so they can see those values. So good. There's some things you don't ever, sh- you never, you're never going to say. Mm. You're never going to tell them, I value X, Y, Z to people that are in your church. You're just not. And, and eventually it's going to get to a point where it's just part of how you live and you don't even think about it. That's you good. don't even, it doesn't even phase you yet. The people that you're leading see it and, and they, they take it on as well and they, they really grow. Yeah. Leaders by their 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 actions, their modeling, okay, yeah. us showing other people the way. Leaders create standards of excellence that mm. show people how they ought to live their lives or how they ought to live inside of this organization that we're leading. That's good. And so whether it's a team, you have a team and you have a standard of excellence, the way that you display that in front of others, it actually creates that baseline for everybody to say, okay, I know exactly how I'm supposed to I live right here. I'm not, I know I know how I'm supposed to interact with people. because the leader has shown me based on the way that they live. That's good. And so we just have to look at our lives and say, is this something someone would want to follow? If someone lived just like me, would I be proud of that? Mm. Because if if, if we're really following Christ, if we're really following Christ, then it it should just flow out of us and other people should be able to see that. And then we should see other people following Christ because they look at our example. And then there's just some things that you can't learn in a book, you can't learn in a classroom, And you have to let, and that's another thing, you have to make sure that you're doing life with people you're leading, Mm. not just standing in front of them and telling about, you got to do life with them so that they have this opportunity to see you off the stage and in the church, but you you really go out and you do things so that they can see the real you when you're not on, I guess you could say, I'm doing quotations here, but, uh, and, and let them be a part of that. One of the most powerful moments for me where I caught leadership. And I, I don't, I, you could have told me the exact steps in a book, but it would not have had the same impact, was um, 
a moment that we lost one of our students. Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. I wasn't even planning to tell this story, but it just sparked my, my um, memory. One of our students, when we were youth pastors, had passed away. Yeah. Like, very uh, tragic. Very tragic. Very, like, out of nowhere. I remember the scene. I remember. Outside of the hospital, there's just hundreds of students gathered because he had such an impact on so many people. It was. And and they came outside and, and it was, one of the family members just had kind of let everybody know that he had passed away. It was very, very sudden, very unexpected. Yeah. And it was like a bomb went off. It, I mean, it was were just definitely laying like a bomb. down on the ground, wailing, crying, because he was so loved. Yeah. And I remember I was so young. I mean, I probably was 21, 22 at the time. And I, I was like, I don't even know what to do. What do you even do? You know, and our pastor at the time, he I saw him and he was talking to his mom. And he did with very, very little words, just over and over and grabbed her by the hand and just said, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he just mourned with his, with his mom. And I just sat back and I was just soaking it in. And I was like, that's how you pastor people through a tragic. I would have never, I would have never known how to do that. And I, in my head, I had all these questions swirling. And I cannot believe I have a tissue Look in my that. back pocket. <laughs> I finally have a tissue. But it, it was so powerful and and it, that taught me so many more lessons than I even expected. And it was because of the way that he modeled. He modeled it right yes, in front of us. Right in front of us. And I'm I'm telling you, people are watching because I was watching. I was a hawk in that moment. I was like, I want to know how this man of God is going to handle this tragic situation. I don't think it could have ever it ever been like a, a harder situation than that. And so it was just so so powerful. Yeah. Well, let me give you kind of three kind of ideas as we kind of bring this to a close here. The first Amen. one is that we lead by the way that we treat people. That's good. Leaders establish principles for the way that other people ought to be treated. So the way that we treat people is how others are going to treat people. That's good. The second yes. thing is we lead by the way that we handle problems. Mm. So when there's a crisis situation that develops, when there's something that arises, whenever people see the leader kind of lose it, they mm. lose their emotional ground, they lose yeah. everything, they That's start to kind of flip out on the situation. Maybe they even step outside of what their normal character would be, but mm. really their true character is seen in that moment. Yes. You immediately lose some of that leadership credibility. And so you've got to just know that you got to take inventory of your own self as a leader and say, hey, who am I? Yeah. What have I allowed to be shaped inside of my character? Because yeah. in those crisis pressure moments, when the pressure's on, the heat's yes, turned up, immediately true. that real what we what we call true colors mm -hmm. come out. And you lose so much leadership credibility whenever you mishandle a problem situation. And don't be a leader that people feel like they have to walk on eggshells around you. Yeah. Like, oh, what kind of mood are they in? Are they hot or are they cold today? Like, we've got to be consistent. And I'm not saying we're perfect, obviously, but I think that as long as we're going back to God, he's going to give us a new uh, feeling of, of who he is to be able to handle the pressures but of that day. But we also got to just carry that sense of responsibility and that yes. weight with us all the time that says, hey, I'm the leader. I can't just act like a fool like everybody else. You can't. I'm the leader. You can't. You can't. The responsibility's yeah. on me. That's good. And I've just got to keep a level head in this thing. I've got to make the right choice. Even if it costs me something, mm. I've got to make the right choice 
and people will follow. And the third thing is we lead by the way that we spend our time. Mm -hmm. See, a manager is always looking at the next task or they're spending their time in meetings, talking about the next thing that has to be done, the next event that's going to take place. Hey, let's get all these details together. Let's make all this happen. While a leader, not a manager, Mm -hmm. but a leader is spending time with their team. They're Mm -hmm. on the front lines with their team. They're engaged in the tasks with their team. They're doing life with their team. And they're finding as many one-on-one coaching moments that they can, that they could just pull from different people and say, hey, I want to spend time with you right here and I want to walk you through this. Hey, I noticed when you were doing that thing right there, I noticed that I could just coach you a little bit through this. Hey, what if you handled it like this? Hey, they're asking a lot of questions. Man, I think some of the best leaders ask questions more than they talk. That's good. Because it it coaches people to that next level and helps them so much. So much. Wow. I've loved this conversation. I think that this this series alone, this talk alone is really going to help some leaders take that next step. And really, I hope that we challenged you today. I hope that there was something that you feel like I can single it out and pinpoint it. Maybe you even want to re-listen to this again and catch some of those things. Thank you for sharing that story too. I really appreciate that. Of course. And we appreciate you being with us today. Uh, If you're listening or if you're watching, thank you so much. So much. We appreciate you spending some time with us. We hope that this enriched you and really built you up so that you can go and make a difference in your leadership. Thanks so much.